Blog Talk Radio. All you ever hear about in this country is our differences. That's all the media and the politicians are ever talking about, the things that separate us, things that make us different from one another. That's the way the ruling class operates in any society. They try to divide the rest of the people. They keep the lower and the middle classes fighting with each other so that they, the rich, can run off with all the fucking money. Fairly simple thing happens to work. Do you know anything different? That's what they're going to talk about. Race, religion, ethnic and national background, jobs, income, education, social status, sexuality. Anything you can do, keep us fighting with each other so that they can keep going to the bank. You know how I describe the economic and social classes in this country? The upper class keeps all of the money, pays none of the taxes. The middle class pays all of the taxes, does all of the work. The poor are there just to scare the shit out of the middle class. Keep them showing up at those jobs. They're all the same. I'll show you politics in America. Here it is, right here. I think the puppet on the right shares my beliefs. I think the puppet on the left is more to my liking. Hey, wait a minute. There's one guy holding up both puppets. Shut up. Go back to bed, America. Your government is in control. I have this feeling, man, because you know there's a handful of people actually run everything. That's true. It's provable. It's not a fuck. I'm not a conspiracy nut. It's provable. A handful, very small elite running on these corporations, which include the mainstream media. I have this feeling who's ever elected president, like Clinton was, no matter what your promises you promise on the campaign trail, blah, blah, blah. When you win, you go into this smoky room with the 12 industrialists, capitalist scum fucks who got you in there, and you're in this smoky room in this little... Uh, uh, film uh, screen comes down and a big guy in a cigar roll the film and it's a shot of the Kennedy assassination from an angle you've never seen before <laughs> that looks suspiciously off uh, the grassy knoll and then the film the screen goes up and the lights come up and they go to the new president any questions? <laughs> uh, just what my agenda is First we bomb Baghdad. You got it. And if anybody wants to protest what we do or violate what we want, we just turn off the chip. That's right, microchip. In 2005, Congress, under the pretense of immigration control and the so-called war on terrorism, passed the Real Idea, under which it is projected by May 2008, you will be required to carry around a federal identification card, which includes on it a scannable barcode with your personal information. However, this barcode is only an intermediary step before the card is equipped with a Verichip RFID tracking module, which will use radio frequencies to track your every move on the planet. If this sounds foreign to you, please note that the RFID tracking chip is already in all new American passports. And the final step is the implanted chip, which many people have already been manipulated into accepting under different pretenses. We have a Florida family who are really pioneers in a brave new world. They have volunteered to be the first ever to have microchip identification devices implanted into their bodies. After 9-11, I was really concerned um, with the security of my family. I wouldn't mind having something planted permanently in my arm that would identify me. In the end, everybody will be locked into a monitored control grid where every single action you perform is documented. And if you get out of line, 
they can just turn off your chip. For at that point in time, every single aspect of society will revolve around interactions with the chips. This is the picture that is painted for the future if you open your eyes to see it. A centralized one-world economy where everyone's moves and everyone's transactions are tracked and monitored, all rights removed. The most incredible aspect of all. These totalitarian elements will not be forced upon the people. The people will demand them. For the social manipulation of society through the generation of fear and division has completely detached humans from their sense of power and reality. A process which has been going on for centuries, if not millennia. Religion, patriotism, race, wealth, class, and every other form of arbitrary separatist identification, thus conceit, has served to create a controlled population, utterly malleable in the hands of the few. Divide and conquer is the motto, and as long as people continue to see themselves as separate from everything else, they lend themselves to being completely enslaved. The men behind the curtain know this, and they also know that if people ever realize the truth of their relationship to nature, and the truth of their personal power, the entire manufactured zeitgeist they prey upon will collapse like a house of cards. no fantasy, no careless product of wild imagination. No, my good friends. These indictments I brought you today, specific charges listed herein against the individuals, their acts of treason, their ultimate aim of sedition. These are matters of undeniable fact. I ask you now to pronounce judgment on those accused. On this, this mindless aberration, whose only means of expression are wanton violence and destruction. Once trusted by this council, charged with maintaining the defense of the planet itself, chief architect of this intended revolution and author of this insidious plot to establish a new order amongst us, with himself as absolute ruler. You have heard the evidence. The decision of the council will now be heard. Guilty. Guilty.
After 1989, President Bush kept said, and it's a phrase that I often use myself, that we needed a new world order. A new world order. A new world, a new world, a new world order.
when I said, I, I remember I said it on a couple of these podcast shows uh, about three, four weeks ago. I said, they're going to indict Donald Trump in the next month. And, and I'm going to say, I'm going to give you some more news. They are going to bring up more indictments, and they're going to have to do it January 6th. Um, and then I forget what the other batch is going to be. There's going to be a, there's going to be two more sets of indictments. So I'm going to tell you that right now. Um, but I told you about these that were coming up about three four weeks ago. I, I said it. So there's somebody from that I know, the people I know around about that said that was going to happen. I forgot where I what, where I was. I was in a conversation with some people and they said it was going to happen. And this person was, has always been right. But then they started reporting it on, uh, I think it was uh, Glenn Beck. I think it was about two weeks ago. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm not trying to take credit for anything. That's, that's, that's disgusting. 37,000, I mean, it's just how could he be found not guilty? On, on, on He'd be the Teflon Don. Don. I mean, they, they're going to get him on something. And listen to the absurdity, absurd of this of this. Did anyone see the photographs of all the boxes of material that were supposedly in his home? I mean, even though he lives in a mansion, I mean, still, they, they said, he even had some in his bathroom. C- come on. He had box. Come on. He had some in his bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> he had some stuff in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, come on. <laughs> You gotta be kidding me! When they said that, I know, I know they're off the wall. I knew it then. I mean, it's just off the hook. It's off the hook. Donald Trump. They will not let him get back in there. They like this DeSantis. They'll let him get in there because he's a puppet. And they got a lot of the, the, the zombies out there who still aren't completely woken up. Yeah, DeSantis, DeSantis. Yeah, yeah. I like the puppet on the right. I like the puppet on their left. Hey, wait a second! One guy's holding up both puppets. Shut up! Shut up. Don't, you be quiet there, Joe. Be quiet. So, you know, this is, this is, don't get scared. People already, what's this going to mean? Listen, this should be the slogan right now. It's time to fire this government. It's time for the American people to fire this government. They need to be fired. Fired. That's it. I'm not saying anything else. You have every if you can't say they need to be fired, and you're worried about you know getting flashbang tomorrow morning. Then you know what? You may as well just just give it all up. I mean, you're living on borrowed time. There's, there's going to have to be a time when we have to take a stand for this republic. It's clear the corruption has been so in our face that I, I just can't understand it I mean what does it, do these people have to really do to snap people out of it to say hey you know I mean when are you going to be not complacent with you know when are you going to say eh, it's okay you know I mean well, stop saying it's okay no that's it it's time for us to turn the lights off and, and say hey what do we got to do here I mean this is crazy I mean, we know it's happened to a lot of us, you know, over the years. It's happened to me, being, uh, you know, uh, being set up and whatnot. I mean, look, crime is out of control on the streets and the cities, they claim. Um, This is insane. When does it end? 
what I mean, what do you want? The California bill uh, about your children that's going to be. I mean, there's just that bill, that the laws, that everything. Hey, you just can't go a day without some crazy news story popping up. How many people are going to be gunned down in Chicago this weekend? Over 50 last weekend. Got Fox News on right now. Follow home robbery attempt. 75-year-old man, pepper sprayed, is in his own garage. Attacked. Followed home. What's going on? This is insanity. Tough on crime? No, tough on crime don't work. That's no, it doesn't work. You're just creating the next generation of harder criminals. I mean, it's just insane. Man dumps an accelerant in prison lobby, sets jail on fire. <laughs> Crazy. Everybody's going mad. Murder capital. Washington, D.C. hits 100 homicides in 2023. What's going on, guys, out there? What's going on? Are we watching the NBA playoffs? Is that what we're doing? That's what's more important. Are we getting ready for football? Is that what we got? It's more important. Come on. What are we doing? What are we doing? I mean, and the good people out there can't do anything about it. They can't stand up. Our hands are tied. The system has tied us. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to help it. It's always me, me, me. We'll kill each other over a $20 bill, but we don't care if the government's raping us and killing us. You know, I mean, it's just, I don't understand it. I just don't get it. Let's listen to Donald Trump. Let's listen to the, uh, this real quick before I take some phone calls here. Uh, this is insane. This is just, it's insane. I just don't, I just, let's listen to this report here real quick. A couple minutes. Poison to death in a cell. So, if you want to get your neck broken in your New York federal cell, he's the guy. If you want to kill somebody in their cell, he's your guy. If you want to set up stuff, he's your guy. Then his wife is this vicious libtard who produces all these uh, anti-American TV shows and movies and documentaries, including the Netflix Big Mike special on uh, Michelle. I mean, Obama calls him Michael, his, his wife, Michael. So Jack Smith, this U.N. prosecutor, and that's actually him and his U.N. prosecutor, baby blue and black robes, is a joke. He's on a power trip. He thinks he's doing things no one's ever done before. No, you're doing what they do in Nazi Germany and Venezuela and the old Soviet Union. And so he is a U.N. stooge. We're going under U.N. treaties for our health care, U.N. control of our power, our electricity. Everything's being turned off. And now, kind of a cherry on top, we have an active U.N. prosecutor and tribunal member, for the first time in U.S. history, prosecuting the guy we all know won the last election. It's insane. It's insane, everybody. Let's see here who this is on the phone here. All right, go ahead, uh, 503. Hey, it's me, your lucid libertarian, Lorianne. How are you doing tonight? All right. Well, I mean, I'm just uh, depressed. I think that the republic has really fallen, and we're, uh, I mean, I think we're just going to be heading into uh, something, something really bad, I think, is coming. I just got a feeling. You know, I think something's going to happen. 
you know, as far as the, I the country goes. I absolutely agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. The only positive thing I can see out of this indictment of Trump is, you know, let us not forget that Biden, as vice president, who had absolutely zero authorization to take any classified documents yeah. away and store them, you know, um, this will not be forgotten. And maybe that's the strategy. That's my only hope is this is the strategy is that with indicting Trump, we'll open the door for Joe Biden to be investigated because unlike Joe Biden, Joe Biden was not president at the time. He did not have yeah. the ability to classify or declassify or have access two classified documents. And so maybe this is Trump's strategy. Maybe he's like, yep, go ahead, let them do it. Because if they do it to me, then we can turn around and do the same shit right back. And with even more legitimacy. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I mean, why isn't he being, I mean, I know, but if he's sitting in, I mean, we can have a president that's uh, elected that's going to be sitting in federal prison. (laughs) <laughs> he can still get elected and be in prison, you know. <laughs> and imagine, I mean, I don't imagine think he the headlines of that. Yeah, you could have yeah. a president. That, you know, if, if anybody that thinks that that this is going to somehow um, thwart Trump's candidacy is absolutely wrong. He can be he, he can be elected in. president. Yeah, you know, as long and as he doesn't give if in. he's sitting in jail then, you know, guess what? He could still be president, you know. It, mm-hmm. <laughs> and boy, would that make headlines. Imagine the mm-hmm. headlines. We have a sitting president sitting in prison running the country, you know. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Lord. Imagine the headlines. This is insane. It's insane. I mean, we're, we are in trouble. I mean, uh, we we really are in a, an emergency crisis right now i mean it, it this is bad this is bad i mean i i there's no see the rule of what i see what i'm trying to get at is here the rule of law is being broken down always throughout the years you always had that upper echelon of you know the law was there and they, you know they had control and whether it was corrupt or not still they had this rule that you know you had they had to do things a certain way but now they're just doing whatever they want to do you know, I oh, mean, they do whatever they want. But you know what? Here's the sad thing: is they've been doing it all along. They've been oh, they doing have. it all it's for not, years. Yeah, they've yeah. been able to cover it up. They've been able to deflect it. And I think what's going on with Trump right now is putting it all in the limelight even more. And like I said, with with Biden, uh, not only did Biden not have authorization, but at least you know. Uh, it doesn't really matter how Trump stored those documents at Mar-a-Lago. The fact yep. is Mar-a-Lago is his property. It's still private property under Secret Service. You know, he's yeah. still under Secret Service protection as a former president. So all yeah. of that shit is secured anyway. But with Biden, when he had no authorization for that, he went and stored classified documents at the, what was it, the University of Delaware and at his attorney's. At private yeah. places, unsecured private places. I mean, come on now. 
I, you know, that this is what I think the strategy is. I mean, I, I, I don't want to go into crisis mode right now because I can kind of see a long-term strategy going on here. Everything they do against Trump is going to come back and bite them in the ass. And I think yeah. that's the strategy. Well, I'm going tomorrow to the convention. So he, I don't know if Trump's supposed to be there tomorrow. So he's supposed to be having, you know, at the dinner tomorrow. He's supposed to be there. So I don't know if I'm going to be getting into the dinner or not. But uh, I'll be at the convention, so I know that. So and I'm going to go on Sunday too. De- DeSantis was there today. I didn't go today. So it's, it's only it's only about 20 minutes away the convention center. So from where I live. So where they're all at. So I'm going to be going to the convention, nice. the Republican convention. So I'm going to be going there. So I don't know if Trump is still – he's scheduled to appear there. So I don't know. So we'll see. You know, like I said, there's supposed to be a dinner. That's tomorrow night at 630. Um, so we'll see what happens, you know. But uh, then they have the, a big thing going I would on. find so it I'm hard to go. believe that he wouldn't show up. I think that, you mm-hmm. know, Trump is going to – Trump is going to utilize this shit as much as he can. Uh, yeah, probably yeah. even defying his attorney's advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I'm on the committee, national committee, Republican National Committee. I'm, I'm, I'm on there. So I'm one of the local leaders. So that's what the, you know. And I got the card, card carrying, and everything. I'm gonna see if I can get in. I didn't. I, I mean, I'll pay for the ticket, the seventy-five dollars to get in. But I'm not paying no hundred and fifty this and that. I'm not paying that to get in there. There's no reason why I should. I should be able to get in there as press anyway. You know. I mean, I'm a I'm a known podcaster in this area, and plus I'm a candidate. <laughs> you know, I'm a candidate here in North Carolina. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, so You're if they don't let me in, I'm gonna be pissed. North Carolina, and and absolutely, you know, there should be some exceptions. You know, if you're just yeah, well, yeah, you know, well, part I should of the be fundraising, yeah. you know, kind of kind of audience, and that's one thing. But when you're part of the press. You're actually a candidate, and you're a member of the RNC. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be having to fork exactly. out hundreds or you know, or thousands of dollars just to attend an event like that. Well, see, they had they have a budget they go by, and they've already made they're fifty percent over their budget, the profit that they made the uh, the uh, 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 Republican committee uh, here in North Carolina. So, so I'm going to bring my paperwork with me, and I'm going to bring my uh, committee paperwork, my state registered ID, and everything. So, if they let me, if they don't let me in, I'm going to be pissed. I'm, and I'm going to record it probably too. So, I'm just, you know, so. I mean, it's just the, uh, you know, it's 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 a good old boys club. You know, I got in last time when Trump was here when he was running. I got in there. I shook his hand and everything when he was in there. So, but uh, you know, but you know, for the dinner and everything. I mean, like I said, I I we'll see what happens. But I do plan on putting the suit and tie on and going up there. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, you know, I would I would have to say if it were me, I mean, if I were to have the opportunity. To you know, be in the room with Trump and shake his hand. I would, out of respect, yeah. even though I didn't vote for him, yeah. um, and I have my issues with him too. But I, the difference would be, I would be willing to shake his hand and go, you know, hey, good luck, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I acknowledge that, you know. Uh, but if it were Biden, I would probably spit in his face. If I had the opportunity <laughs> you be to meet Biden, I would probably. Like, you know, do a big, you know, sort of big snotty fucking oogie right in his face. And yeah, yeah then yeah, I'd be arrested you know. and put in jail, but it would be worth it. Like, you know, I would be happy yeah. to put that on my resume. Yes, I would I'm be thinking arrested about, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about putting, 
and I'm thinking about printing out my flyers, my campaign flyers. Yeah, I'm thinking about printing out my campaign flyers to restore the Republican, just putting them on the windshields of cars in the parking lot, too, you know? So, I don't know. I don't know how, what the go. rules are up there for that. But, hey, why not? I don't see why not. That, that's if they don't let me in. Then I'm I'll sure do that. other people probably would be. Yeah, Especially yeah, Especially if it's public yeah. property, then... Yeah, sucks, yeah, well, it's know. at the Corey Convention Center, so the Corey Convention Center, I think that's private property, but, you know, but it's, it's you know, like I said, it's, it should be open to the general public. We'll see. We'll see. So, you know, like I said, that's the point. I know they sent me th- notice notifications, they email and everything, make your register now, register now, and I registered, but I didn't get no tickets, you know, they tell you're supposed to get a ticket, so I don't know. We'll see, you know. But uh, like I said, maybe I do plan on going. Maybe the Secret Service is still, uh, uh, you know, uh, in the process of approving whether or not you can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So where is everybody been, else? Now you've been calling into my show, and I've been calling into yours, so now it's all in question because Lucid yeah, yeah. came along. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the, what's, where's, where's the blog talk committee been at? I haven't, I haven't been a couple shows for, for the past few nights. Where have they been? I don't know. Um, I know I've been absent. Um, you know, my, my best friend in Minnesota, her mom passed away, and I think you know about that. Um, yep. So I've been kind of preoccupied with that. And um, and I ordered her a really nice, um, some really nice flowers to be delivered yesterday uh-huh. because um, – she was. It was her first day back to work, so she had to go back to work after only a week. And I wanted to send her the flowers, um, you know, to kind of lift her spirits. Like the chaos is over. The visitation was Thursday. Um, yep. You know, family and everybody is left. And I think when it comes to grieving, sometimes that's the hardest time is, you know, everybody's left, all the chaos is over, things are quiet, and now you're in your own head. And so I I, I, I deliberately had the flowers sent to her yesterday. Um, and so she got them when she got back home from work. I told the delivery place to order them, you know, late in the day because uh, I knew she had to work. I didn't want them just, you know, sitting outside all day. <clears throat> and... Uh, so, yeah, they were delivered about an hour before she got home, and uh, she was really happy to see them. And I spent a lot of time, like, um, you know, uh, she is half Thai. Her mom was Thai and Buddhist. Yeah. And um, when in the in Buddhist faith, when it comes to, like, the colors, the flowers and stuff um, that are significant in Buddhist, uh, it's primarily white with yellow yellow should be the only bold color otherwise like creams or pastels and so i i deliberately hunted around for a bouquet that you know reflected that and um so she got this really nice you know i found this really nice bouquet with uh yellow roses cream roses white hydrangea um you know, and white roses, you know, so mostly white with some of that, you know, and yellow lilies, you know, with some of the splash of yellow uh, to, you know, respect the Buddhist, you know, colors. And um, she loved them. You know, she, you know, she was really thankful to get them. She's like, you know, it was, 
it was good to be back to work in a way to get back into the routine, but at the same time, it was tough. And uh, so she was really happy to get those. And so, yeah, that's been kind of preoccupied with just like, you know, trying to be there for my best friend in Minnesota and I'm here in Oregon, you know, um, and just really kind of focused on her the last week or so. And um, so rest in peace to her mom. I mean, we've been best friends since elementary school, you know, so, and her mom is like why I love spicy hot Thai food because there is nothing that woman would make that was not burn your face off spicy, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how I, I got my iron stomach for spicy Thai food uh, ever since I was from Sheila's mom. How's the, hey, so um, how were the numbers so, on the show? How were the numbers on the show? The numbers were actually really great. Um, on Blog Talk, it was like 25 downloads so far. Um, bad. And then... I went to my pod track. I don't know if you have your show set up on pod track because pod track track will gather like other uh, pod track is a tracking. Um, I have my show set up with it because it goes beyond what blog talk tracks. It goes, you know, it, it gathers up uh, from additional podcasting areas like, you know, Apple or Spotify or uh, Google or Amazon, like anywhere that all these different platforms where uh, yeah, my mind's on Amazon. I got are. mine on Amazon Music. And I got mine on Spotify, iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got it's on every single one. Uh, Google Podcasts. So I don't know, you know, who keeps track of the numbers, but yeah, it's on pod, it's on so Apple too. Track kind of pod track gathers all of that, so it goes beyond. Uh, it'll give you insights beyond what Blog Talk gives you. Put it that way. Oh, um, really? Blog Talk is more limited, and so yeah. And so if you sign up for Blog Talk, then you can put a link to it inside your settings here on Blog Talk on your show, um, so that the, so that Blog Talk kind of starts capturing some of that information in your in your um, you know this works better, but. I'll, I usually go to my pod track, and that gives me the most accurate numbers as far as uh, downloads um, for each show and, um, you know, how many and stuff. So yeah, the numbers yeah. tend to be a little more uh, favorable on my pod track than when I go to Blog Talk itself because it's capturing gotcha. it from so many different sources. Um, so, yeah, um uh, Maybe we can talk about that sometime. I'll, you know, give you the info yeah, on how to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, So um, how were the numbers, though, as yeah. far as both of them go? Were they pretty good? Yeah, my Sunday show did actually really well. I checked yesterday, which usually the most debate. accurate numbers come in, like, two or three days later. Yeah, um, yeah. And so it was, you know, for me, it's good. It doesn't sound very good when I say when it was, like, 28. No, 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 I know, um, no. It that's doesn't sound good. like a lot, but for me, that's actually pretty good. I mean, no, that is. That's <laughs> pretty good pretty if it's just blog talk, yeah. If it's blog talk for downloads, yeah, because then you have all your other platforms that you're on, too, you know? So yeah, and then you have stragglers. You have people that listen later, you know, so I kind of, you know, monitor it, um, yeah, yeah. you know, a week later. So, yeah, and so I think it went great. Um, you did an excellent job. Uh, on yeah. my show on Sunday night, 
being. Well, that's why I was asking, yeah, what the numbers uh, were for Sunday night. Montana Joe was supposed to be the primary person to interrogate you, and it turned out like I I was doing most of it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's good though. I was just, I was just curious to see how my, you know, with me on there, with you know my following, bringing them over, because you know I brought a lot of people over, so, you know, to, to uh, listen in, you know, to call and whatnot. So I was just seeing what, oh, they, yeah. you know, how was, it was. There were several callers that you know were listening in that you know I didn't recognize the numbers for, yeah. and they were just sitting back listening and. Good, um, good. And so I think it was great. It gave it gave my show a little more exposure and. Uh, my being libertarian, I think, helps too, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it's not just the, you know, Democrat Republican paradigm. And, uh, exactly. You know, and exactly. I think that we, I asked you a lot of relevant questions um, as far as like what's going on in North Carolina and stuff. And, um, oh, I and see my so, favorite fan is in the chat room. <laughs> You say that? Oh, Ashley. Oh, yeah. Yes. You say Hello, Ashley. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, this, these are these the people. I feel the love, Ashley. <laughs> you tolerant, liberal, you. You're so tolerant yep, yep. and loving. Yes. Yep. Yes. You just exhibit that just right off of that. I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's the one that was the, the uh, call me the Nazi, you know? <laughs> Unbelievable! Yes, you white supremacist, you! You white supremacist. <laughs> I know. I got. I got. Yeah, I usually have a black uh, co-host. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how about that? That that mix mix mixes pretty well, huh? <laughs> Unbelievable! Never mind These the people. fact that you you know uh, something I don't think you, you talk about much is you used to be a former DEA agent, and yeah, it's yeah. like the DEA that like totally screwed you over and um, yeah pretty much you know but, <laughs> and then people, of course they just don't get you it. know they don't get it they don't they really don't get it, it, it no they it's don't know my like, past. You know, oh this is the fact it's like and no matter what you say it, you know it doesn't matter the, it, an article on the adl is truth and what comes out of your actual mouth when you talk about it is yeah it, you know they don't want to listen you know, no, they don't. And, and you know, a lot of people. Want to hear your experience. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, you see, they don't believe me. You know, a lot of times I'll tell the story, you know, uh, or I'll I'll dip into the story, and people just won't believe me. They'll be like, "Yeah, right. This guy's nuts." You know what I mean? You know, uh, when I, especially when I talk about the murder attempts, you know, they're like, "Yeah, right." You know, they, they don't believe me. They think I'm literally nuts or crazy or I'm making it up or he's, you know. And it's like, and then when they see the book or they see the scar on my neck or something like that, they're like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> you know, they're like what? <laughs> yeah, here's you know? here's my evidence. Look right here, this big ass scar on my neck, yeah. or this scar on my back, or whatever. <laughs> you know. Like, Here's my evidence right fucking here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, and like I said, there's oh, a book Ashley written about it. Oh, and Ashley says that she's no liberal. She's much worse. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> so I guess that would mean, are you a Nazi yourself then, Ashley? Because actual Nazis, I think, are worse than liberal. Um, Unbelievable. In my opinion. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they, I, I don't... Uh, 
I don't, um, you know, uh, feed into that too much anyway. Listen, I give it, when people call into my show, you know, uh, uh, like I have had the uh, National Socialist Movement call into my show. I have. Sarge and I used to uh, actually call into their show, you know, and we'd have debates and discussions and everything. And, and they would actually treat us more fairly than a lot of the liberals would, you know. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and I remember Bert. At one time, yeah, yeah. Bert called into my show. Oh, he did. Um, and then he tried to, like, find the common ground first. And then uh, he started in with this, like, you know, white supremacist. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then all that shit. And I was like, yeah, no. My grandfather was in World War II. Uh, you know, he was a Norwegian Navy man torpedoed by the Nazis, the Nazis occupied this country, like, there is no fucking way I support the Nazis, hell yeah. no, and yeah. and I remember <laughs> that show, I don't remember when it was, it was a while ago, but man, like, I started getting ripping into his ass, Bert, yeah, really? I started ripping into his ass, um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll hear you out to a certain extent, but then when he started going off on on those tangents, then I was like, oh, yeah, no, no, this this isn't going to fly here. You're, you're yeah, talking to yeah. somebody that whose grandfather experienced actually being occupied by the Nazi, a grandfather who actually was, you know, a god in charge of being a gunner on Norwegian ships that actually well, you blew see, the up thing their, it is, you know, their own countrymen's yeah. houses, you know, that well, you were see, being occupied by the Nazi that killed yeah. the, like eight to ten Nazis that were inside, you know. Um, like that that's what my grandfather experienced and so like yeah, yeah. no, I've well, never well, been the thing is, to the, is fucking the, Nazi the national socialist the national socialist idea of government is that it it coincides a little bit with the with the kind of with the republic because it allows it's it's hard to say, you know, how it goes. I don't agree with the government telling us what to do and being in charge of everything, but I, I but I agree with the best should get the job. You know, only the good, you know, we shouldn't give, you shouldn't, I don't believe in affirmative action. You know, I don't believe in that. That's wrong. You know, no, I, I don't, don't think that, you, you know, I don't, no, it's just wrong. It's totally wrong. It destroys our country. You know, the best should always get the job. If you qualify more than me to get a job, then you should have that job then. You know, I shouldn't, it shouldn't be taken away from me exactly. and given to somebody else. I don't know. You know, people, I just tell you right now, the world is in a screwed exactly. up situation. Exactly. Somebody, you know, if, if you want to be like anti-racism or anti-discrimination, then, you know, uh, the affirmative action flies right in the face of it. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah. so if somebody else comes along, they're totally more qualified, they got better scores on tests, you know, all that shit, and then, but they're denied the job because, a company wants to fill a quota, you know, uh, that, yeah. that to me is, you know, that's uh, the yeah. epitome of discrimination right there. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I see people as individuals. That's the libertarian in me. Um, I value the individual more than I value the group and getting out of that yeah. group thing, you know, and, and, you know what? I don't care what color you are. I don't even care if you're gay or lesbian or whatever yep. you are. If you're a good person and you're qualified and you're educated and, you know, and you have a good head on your shoulders and you do a great job, 
then absolutely you should be the one that gets promoted. You should be the one um, that gets the job over me. And I, I'll even admit when somebody's better than me at something, and it doesn't matter what color they are. Yeah. I just think that, you know, I think, though, that, that people also have a right, though, if they want to live separately from other people, then that's their choice. They shouldn't be labeled a racist just because, look, if, 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 a, if, a, if a black family says, I just want to live around black people of my, my, my culture and race, uh, not, not hurting other people based upon their race, but just wanting to be around their own, there's nothing wrong with that either. You know, you should be able, you know, if that's what you want to choose. If you want to be around your people and you want to, you know, that's the freedom of choice you should have without being discriminated against. You know, you shouldn't be forced to live with anybody that you don't want to live with, you know. I mean, I, you know, that, that I don't think government should interact like that and force people to integrate. If people don't want to, then that's their choice. You know, and, and they should have the freedom of choice. Now, like I said, but when they make that choice, they don't condemn or hurt the other people. Like, for instance, you know, um, uh, suppressing them and saying, no, my people are better than yours, and so therefore you don't get nothing and my people get it all. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. You know, that's 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 being a, a racist, bigotry, a bigot. And that's just not the way it should be. You know, I believe in the, the liberty for everyone. Everyone should have the right to pursue life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Now, if a majority of the people are that are breaking the law are black, I'm going to call them out on that. And, and I'm not going to be, oh, I'm going to be called a racist because uh, the truth, I'm going to speak the truth. And if the truth is racist, then so be it. You know, I mean, it's just the way it's just the facts. The facts are facts. And you can't when you start tinkering with facts and twisting them and applying them a different way just to be nicer because, oh, well, they had it tough 200 years ago. No, the people 200 years ago had it tough, not to people today. They don't have it tough. You know, like that guy, Warren, that calls into the show. He's whacked. That guy, he's completely whacked. Have you ever listened to some of his shows? Oh my lord! No, well, I I tried to. I I literally like um you know after getting introduced to him, he hates I white tried people. to listen to one of the shows, and I'm just like, and he presents himself actually differently on his show than he does when he calls in. Like he's yeah. like a lot more of an asshole when he calls in <laughs> the conservative shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, he don't like own. us, that's for sure. He does not like us. That is one thing for sure, which is fine. He doesn't have to like us. But don't use your beliefs as a standard as the way everyone else should believe, you know? I just don't think that exactly. that's right. But, you know, again, that, this as is much problem. as gets like, you know, Nazis and everything that I am, it's like, you know, hey, guess what? Sometimes if you're going to be an American, if you're going to stand up for freedom of speech, um, you know, then guess what? That applies to people that you disagree with as well. You know, yeah. I will Okay, Ashley, disagree. then what are you? You know, uh, yeah, Ash, Ashley says, haha, I'm no liberal. I'm much worse. Cute, but no. What's that mean? So what are you, Ashley? Why don't you call in, Ashley? <laughs> or are you going to disguise your voice? Uh-oh, you actually want her to call in? <laughs> she won't. She won't take the challenge. You know, if she does, she'll just call in and start making she a challenge. She probably would. Or... She did. You know, she called in just to <laughs> chime in and, you know, yeah, talk yeah. about well, the anti-democratization um, league or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Sorry, that's not her article on you, and she, you know, that's like the freaking Bible, you know. 
It's like, yeah. oh, oh, no, yeah. there's yeah. never a chance that any of this shit could be fake. Yeah, you know? well, I remember seeing that when that first came out, actually. When that first came out afterwards, somebody sent me a message. They go, you know, they wrote an article about you. And I went and checked it out. And Because I said our leaders are misleaders, that makes me a race. Get the hell out of here. I wrote them a letter, too, and I told them about an official letter. I told them to retract that, but they haven't. You know, I said, you're, you're wrong. I said, just because not. I say you're misleaders, when we have misleaders, that makes me a racist. Get the hell out of here, you know? So it's just insane. But that's the world we live in today. So how do we combat that? How do we combat that? You, 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 it's hard when the media is against you, you know? So real quick, how is the, the Freedomize, the Freedomize, you said you were a part of that network there. So I'm just curious. I remember now when I used to call in there sometimes into that show. So what was the, the, the like you said that they wanted more control and didn't want you having your own shows? Is that why you left that network? Um, no. Uh, I had my own show, but um, the thing was is, he, I can tell he's very the stubborn. leader of that show, um, <laughs> you know, I started out there, but he proved himself to basically be ripping people, ripping his posts off, is what the uh, deal was. He was ripping oh, okay. me off, he was ripping off three other people, and I called him out on it, um, and I left, and I went independent. Um, that is the gotcha. nuts and bolts. But how was he ripping you off? He was charging. He was char- he charges the hosts that that host their shows under his network, yeah. um, forty dollars a month. Oh my lord! To host their show, yeah. Um, and and part of that is to be reflected on his website. And after six months. Of complying with his rules, you know, you know, you got to play each other's promos, um, you got to do all this. Well, after six months, my show, as well as two others that had started right around the same time as I had, still did not have their shows reflected on his website. He wasn't promoting us like, you know, we're supposed to do for everybody else. Yeah, and. So I'm like, what What the hell am I paying $40 a month for? I can get my own blog talk show for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to promote me. And then um, and one of the things, too, is uh, I remember I did a promo. He wanted me to record a promo so that, you know, uh-huh. he and other hosts could play the promo. But he wanted it under 60 seconds, apparently. Well, mine, uh, mine was a minute and five seconds. So 10 seconds over. So oh, he asked Lord. me to redo it. So I redo it to under 60 seconds. And then I had to actually, like, ask him, like, will you please play my promotion on your show yeah, yeah. that I co-host? So in addition to doing <laughs> my show, I also co-hosted with him. And I had to actually ask him to play my fucking promo for oh, my show, God. you know, when I was co-hosting. <laughs> You know, and play the promos for the other co-hosts that had their yeah. own shows. You know, so, like, he was ripping everybody off, and, and yep. I just had it out with him. You know, I'll put it right out there. Um, <laughs> I appreciate him for giving me that start, you know, but yeah. 
he was screwing people over left and right, and I was not the only one that left. And the people that yeah. still remain there, I don't understand why. Um, because they're uh, just, he's just ripping them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I hear what you're saying. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think a, a platform as big, if once you start getting big, you start collecting royalty residuals from your podcast show, you know. So if after so many downloads. Yeah, so exactly. Not, you and know, so by having so, more hosts, then he gets more yep. clicks and more attention. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's reaping the benefits, and we're paying for it. We're paying for him yep. to profit. Yep, Like Yeah. Yeah, that it was so backwards <laughs> to me. So that's why I went independent. I'm like, screw this. Yeah, yeah. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I don't blame you there. You know, well, that's why I was asking about the, uh, uh, you know, I, I I just wanted to know what the, the community. It's not like I'm going to talk to him. I don't. I've, I've never spoken to him on a personal level or even on a show really, except calling in and talking about the subjects that he's talking about, basically. You know, so that's about it. So, but uh, he recognized me, though. He recognized me when I call him. I guess everyone knows I do a podcast show. Pretty much all the podcasters do. I, you know, I don't know how, because, you know, or maybe they scan and see my name. I don't know, you know, because when I call into other well, shows, they're like, oh, he's been around for a long time, too. That's why. Yeah. And so oh, is yeah. he. I think he, he started his show, I think, like in 2009 or something. That's about 2009 or some shit. Yeah. He's been around yeah. a long time. So, so he I recognizes mean, I, I, people, and I know that there's yeah. a couple of people that still call into his show. Um, yep. You know that call into ours and stuff. That yeah, I've experienced too. Whatever, you know, it's fine yeah, if you like a show, whatever. But you I think he's probably that... the shittiest host there is. Uh, it's yeah, like I know. painstakingly. I know. It's like it's painstaking to actually listen to him, and yeah, imagine I co-hosted with him. Yeah. <laughs> you know that you know that little skit he does, the broccoli man or whatever that was called. Yeah. You know he plays that. Card. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, that's terrible. I have I can't listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so boring. I'm like, what is he I doing? Admit, some of them were good. You know, some oh, of them were good where he had like a <laughs> like a skit. He had a yeah. skit with them that you know during COVID that was actually kind of funny. Oh, okay. But other okay. than that, when he went beyond that, it was like, oh my God, this is dumb, you know. And like, <laughs> he would ask people to call in. Like he's like, he would ask people to call in. And the second that they called in, it was like two minutes later. It's like, oh, I want you to listen to my latest broccoli man. It's like, okay, you ask somebody to take their time out to call into your show to talk to you. <laughs> And within like two minutes, do you want to play your broccoli man for them? All righty then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And talk yeah, about his baseball cards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a fucking well, piece of work. I gotta tell you. You know, I respect him in the fact that yeah, he did. He did give me a chance. You know, um, with starting my show and everything, but. You know, at the same time, it was just like there are so many reasons why I yeah, went independent yeah. and said, "Screw this, no way." Yeah. Uh, how long would it take you before you found your own listening base? A couple show, a couple like a couple hundred shows. Or I've gotten more years. of a listening base since I went independent than when I was with him. 
because I think there's so many people that are turned off by him that it yeah. that it really wasn't doing me any good anymore. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Well, I guess I, I mean, you know, like I said, like I said, I don't like to get into people's uh, uh, disagreements over podcasts. I think it's really silly in, in, in nature, but the bottom line is this: is that not everybody's going to get along all the time, and that's like with the republic. You know, in, in the system of government. But, you know, with people. me, it's really hard. I mean, you and I haven't known each other for very long. But, I mean, yeah. you get the impression that it's, that I'm a hard person to get along with. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You're a pretty easy person to get along with. That uh, no. When you have a host of a show that literally burps and farts on the air and has no yeah. concept of the mute button, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, you know, I, I don't. I really don't want to be affiliated with somebody like that that doesn't know how to hit the mute button before they, you know, rip a loud one for the whole audience well, to hear. You know, parents won't like that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, it's again, you know, there's so many different hosts out there now. Oh, did you check out the one I posted from nine years ago? I posted when I interviewed the Prime Minister of Canada. Did you check out that one I posted? It was, it was about the following. I haven't bond. yet. Okay, okay. Well, I, I, I haven't put that yet. Up there. It's one yeah, of my put... many open tabs of stuff that I want to <laughs> listen to. Yeah. You know, I have like a window open of probably like 40 fucking things that I want to, you know, get a chance to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, it's not not that bad. Okay, I'll give that a listen eventually. Yeah, it's it's not that bad. It's not, you know, they're saying that that, that, that my, (laughs) yeah. Hang on, I got, I was, hang on. Okay, all right, thanks. All right, there, somebody was bothering me there. I can't stand that. Right in the middle of sentences, somebody interrupts you. You know, it's like when I'm doing my podcast show, people will be calling my now. Right, they'll be calling my cell phone. I'm like, and, and asking me what time the show starts. I'm like, why would you do that? You know, I mean, uh, what's the number? What's the number to the show? You know, why would you do that? Knowing I'm calling in from that phone. <laughs> people are just no doubt, I, I, yeah. They just don't think. So what do you think about Mike? Um, like just Mike go to Blog Talk. You can find me. I'm right freaking there. You can see I'm live. You yeah. can see the fucking yeah. phone number right in front of your yeah. face. You know, we have the technology. Utilize it. You yeah. know? So what do you, think, <laughs> what do you think, in your opinion, the future is for uh, America and the, the experiment as, as being in the political position you're in, what you believe in? What do you think? Where do we see? Where do you see... Uh, um, I guess I don't know how to word it um, like. If you were gonna, if I were gonna look forward to like twenty years from now, I see America yeah. being broken up into different countries. Um, okay. I see uh, the east, the northeast, uh, the southeast. I see the Midwest, um, the northwest and southwest. I see it all being broken up into different countries. Cooperative, wow. yes, but we're so different. We're so freaking different. The division is so much now, um, and I think that's that's the plan is to break up the United States into different countries to be kind of like Europe. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I can see that happening. I can really see that happening because we're so different. 
Um, and by breaking us up, that will make us um, less united and more easily able to, you know, fall pretty much. Yeah. That's the yeah. New World Order agenda. I see that happening. Yeah. And yet at the same time, in cooperation with each other, um, maybe that will, you know, I don't know. I guess maybe that will reflect each other's values a little more at the same well, time. The I'm not for it, but I can yeah, see the yeah. reasons behind it. Because, you know, you all, you know, people out there in the southeast are drastically different than people here in the Pacific Northwest, for example. Um, and so I can see it being broken up into probably five or six different countries. Yeah, yeah. What a mess. I think it really would be a mess. I think I think America will be in so much trouble that I, I, I think, yeah, I mean, I think China or a superpower would come in and try. I think America would be, we would be, we'd lose, we would be scattered abroad. We would, we would never, we'd either submit or if we wanted freedom, we'd have to leave. We, you know, we'd end up going to Canada or South America. We'd have no home again, you know, the American people. That's what I think, you know. And then the Latinos would assimilate back into Latin America, and what have you. And uh, you know, and, and Russians would be Russians. And I think that's what I think. Really, it's gonna, it's we're like I said in the beginning of the conversation tonight. I think we're in big trouble. I just got that vibe that that something's just wanting to snap, and that and that push is coming. You know, that push to where we're gonna have to make a decision. You know. What, what did, what well, did, I think it's kind of by design. I mean, I think we abandoned the actual United States of America a long time ago. We abandoned yeah, the, the concept yeah. that each individual state of this union, again, union, uh, we've abandoned the concept of each state being its own sovereignty that... Yep. Essentially, our, you know, people forget that our Constitution is nothing more than a contract between yeah. the sovereign states of the Union together. It is not a contract between the federal government and the state. That is not it. That's a farce. Okay. The, the U.S. Constitution is a contract between the United 50 states together to create and establish and give certain authority to the federal government. That's it. Okay. Yeah. yeah but... And guess what? All 50 states can negate that contract. The federal government has no fucking say in it at all because it is an agreement and a contract between the 50 states to establish it to begin with. And a, an agreement what, and a contract the between the 50 about, states though? to give it its authority. And so all 50 states can retract that authority at any given time and take back their sovereignty and essentially be like independent countries, uh, but unified in that, hey, all of our 50 states are going to respect each other's rights. And, you know, we're going to have some basic human rights that we agree upon, and yep. we're going to trade with each other. We're going to do business with each other. We're going to have interstate commerce with each other. All that kind of stuff. So in a way, um, it's hard for me to actually be against this United States 
the one that is now lonely. Have 50 sovereign states with this contract that creates a very limited federal government to to only handle the most basic of needs. Um, And the federal encroachment, the way we have now, the United States that we have now, is a complete farce from what our founders. Uh, and what our beginnings are really about. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're absolutely right, but we don't have that togetherness anymore. We don't have that patriot community. People say, yeah, that's because, you know, because of this, or or, or you're corrupt, or, or, you know, you're not, you know, it's just, I think the American experiment has been played out to the point that we, that we got drunk on our freedoms, and there's no way it could work with the monetary system that we have also in place. That's why Jesus whipped the money changers out of the temple. I think that there was no possible way that the system that was in place could work for a people of our caliber and, and our background. It could not work. You said excluding, uh, um, what did you say uh, in the beginning? Uh, uh, I forgot what you said. Oh, it just lost my mind. Oh, I can't stand it when that happens. No, Mike's rubbing off me. Mike's from Florida. He does that constantly. He'll be telling me something. He'll go, oh, I just forgot. Sorry, Joe. I mean, whoa, man. <laughs> you know Mike from Florida with the big virus hoax? Do you um, suffer from five-minute brain like I do? Because I'll forget what I just no, said. No, only when, it gets, only when I get tired or, or I got a lot going on, you know, or like late, you know, I do that sometimes. So I like, in a, like if I get too long of a breath of a, of a sentence, I'll forget what I was saying. You know what I mean? Or if I'm getting distracted. So, yeah. yeah. But, but, uh, which but, you is, know, you have, know, do you ever listen to Naomi Wolf? You know who Naomi Wolf is, right? Uh, no, who? <laughs> Naomi Wolf. You got to look her up and listen to some of her speeches. Uh, she is a constitutional um, attorney, and okay, okay, okay. she yeah, does amazing explanations of what the of what our true founding constitution um, was meant to be, and she is the one that really advocates a lot for that distinction with, you know, our constitution is not a contract between the federal government and the states. Our Constitution actually is a contract between our states, our individual sovereign states. And every state, we have the ability to abolish our entire federal government if we want to. Because it is only the state government, the sovereign state, that gives the federal government its authority per our Constitution. And if that's not working, then guess what? Our 50 United States of America can completely abolish our federal government and say, fuck you, you've been abusing your power, we, we are going to revoke any and all authority that you have. Uh, all 50 states, we have yeah. that ability to do it, because so that's what our Constitution is. Uh, the fundamental yeah, thing yeah. about our U.S. Constitution is an agreement between all 50 states. To create okay, and give right. specific limitations to our federal government. And our federal government can't do goddamn dick about it. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm uh, parked on, 20, on Highway 220 right now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 
Uh, that's it. Uh, Highway 220 is where they set up all the checkpoints all the time over here in North Carolina. They between 70. Yeah, look up. And, you know, do some research. Like, if you want to spend some time, look up. Naomi Wolf does all kinds of speeches and stuff, and she talks about this in great detail. She's fucking excellent. Um, really? And, and don't I probably listen to heard her, but she's times. a good starting point. You know, she's a great starting point to listen to and then do your own research, and you'll realize more and more that she is not wrong. I would love to get her on my show. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And she's would, one of those, you know, like very popular, you know, like high demand kind of people. Well, I told I you get about that guy that show, got arrested. I would give her all three hours, man. Yeah, well, I told you about that guy that got arrested. I wanted to try to see if I could try to reach out to him and get him on for Tuesday or something, you know? Maybe get, maybe get yeah, that guy that was arrested just for quoting the Bible and that cop arrested him. Like, yeah, within, what would like, be your, yeah, what would be your seconds? advice in contacting him? I don't know. You got to look him up. Uh, no, no, I know that. I know that. But what would be your advice, like, on, as far as like trying to ask him on? You know what I mean? On a podcast, you're like, what would you say? Just out of curiosity. I would number one let him know that you know I think that he was arrested wrongfully yeah. and I'm on his side, yep. you know, that that's number one, you know, uh, somebody like that, they're go, You know, that they've been need to know that this, you know, they're not going to spend their time on somebody that's vehemently that, Hey, I'm on your side on this. I want to interview yeah. you. I think this is bullshit. Um, you know, and people need to be made aware that our law enforcement is being used as a weapon against God-minded people, Christians, that are just sitting, standing there on the sidewalk across the street, not threatening. All he was doing was quoting a Bible verse, you know. And you see how the, the cop tried to manhandle him, you know. Yeah, and manhandle him. Yeah. You know, fling him to the side, you know. He didn't have any weapons on him. He didn't, nothing. But then, you know, and I pointed out to you, too, like, you know, uh, you know, back in, what was it, 2021, uh, my local church here in Salem, Oregon, they had a gathering with a permit uh, up in Portland along the riverside, and the police would not give them protection. Even though wow. Antifa was well, yeah. threatening them. And sure yeah. enough, Antifa oh, came along, people are and they were fucking tear-gassing women holding their babies. They were uh, tear-gassing uh, uh. the whole thing. And all they were doing was just having, you know, a, a, a Christian <laughs> fucking gathering in a public place that they were permitted for, and the fucking Portland police would not even defend them. They wouldn't defend him. Wow. And so when you see this guy that was arrested just for quoting the Bible across the street, on the sidewalk within like a minute you know, of him doing so, uh, yep. why, why is, you know, why is this allowed over here and, and not allowed over there? If you're in Tifa or you're Black Lives Matter or you're LGBTQ, 
then the cops will protect you. But yeah. if you're a Christian with a permitted event, just to have a, you know, a beautiful oh, day. A it was a beautiful now. day on the river in Portland, and they were permitted. They paid their, paid their permits and shit, and the police refused to protect them, even though they had threats. Yeah. That's what pisses me off. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know what, what went quietly if they would have arrested me for something like that. I'm not cooperating. You're not kidnapping me. You know? Too bad. You know, let's turn How? Listen, how can we turn this into a crime now? That's what I would say. How can we turn this into a crime? What do I got to do? <laughs> well, that's what they did when they arrested me, you know, when they arrested me years ago, when they handcuffed me or whatever that time. See, they were trying to manhandle me. And, and and the guy slammed my head against the, when, I, when he said put my hand, put your hands up against the wall, right? I put my hands up against the wall and they pushed my head into the wall, right? And I hit my nose. I didn't, I didn't start bleeding or anything. And I said, what the hell's wrong with you? Why'd you do that like that? And then and I tried pulling away a little bit. He goes, stop resisting. And then he, well, you know and, they, and you know how they do that? Stop resisting. And you know and you're not resisting. You're just trying to get you know survive. You know, and then and then then one guy, then a guy or even just me. to breathe. Yeah, it's then like, he I'm sorry, me the I got yeah, a knee on my fucking back on the concrete. I got a knee on my neck, and I got my fucking face shoved down into the concrete, and I'm just trying to fucking breathe. You know, but yeah. that's resisting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when they knee me in the back of the leg. Well, my knee hit the my knee hit the wall, and that hurt, man. And when I feel pain like that, I get angry. You know what I mean? When it's like you know, like you know, I just stub your toe or something, I'll be like, Rawr! you know, I get mad. You know what I mean? And that was it. It was on the guy to my left. I flung him. The guy to my right flung him off. Another guy grabbed me by the back of my throat. I flipped him over my back. He landed on his back. And then two more bum rushed me, and I beat them. And then three more came out of nowhere. And then two more, and then forget it was all over. You know? Oh, I know it. And I was it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and really, I don't know if I really beat him up or beat him yeah, all off. I was gonna. But when do you not have the right to defend yourself against law enforcement abusing you? Exactly. Like Who not... makes them gods, you know? When what law enforcement is using excessive force against you for no fucking yeah. reason, you yeah. know, since when is it you know, that somebody has to just give up their right to self-defense just because it's a well, law enforcement officer? Yeah, well, I'm in the hallway outside the court, so the courtroom could hear me. And then when they started sitting on my back and everything, and I started yelling. I said, you're kidnapping me. They're kidnapping me. All oh, you people in that courtroom are suckers for not helping me. You're a bunch of sheep, you suckers. You know, I said, wait, don't worry. They'll get you too one day. I'm just yelling, you know, like that, you know. You know how I can ramble on, obviously, on the radio show. I'm saying the same thing, you know. I'm with the Republic. I'm a citizen. You're kidnapping me. You know, and when I started saying that, the one, one lieutenant, he just started kicking me in the head. Bam, bam, bam! My head was bouncing off the concrete floor. You know, boom, 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 boom. Finally, it split open. You know, and I had a concussion. 
you know. So I, and that was it. I got dizzy, and I was like, ugh, ugh, ugh. And they just dragged me. Yeah, and the most what happens to those cops is they're on paid administrative leave for a couple yeah. of weeks. Like, oh, thanks yeah. for the extra vacation. Nothing happened to them. You know? So they still, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, then they handcuffed me in the cell and, of course, stripped my clothes off. And, and, and you know, as they're trying to take off my clothes, I, you know, as soon as my one hand came free, I, you know, belted one of them, you know. <laughs> you know, and then, and then they, you know, got me down again. And stop resisting. And then another hand came free. Bam! I belted another one. You know, I said, anytime I got a leg or an arm free, I would belt one of them, you know, because I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought they were going to kill me. So I'm just trying to fight for my life. So then they got me handcuffed into a grate in the floor. That's where you, you know, like the rubber rooms. It's, it's a little hole in the floor where you piss and everything, you know, where you go to the bathroom because they got no toilet. So and so then they threw a blanket around me, those suicide suits, um, uh, uh, turtle suits or whatever the hell they call them, you know. And then I just remember being unconscious for a while and then waking up and then them coming in and kicking me and then, you know, giving me a little bit of water and then me yelling at them. You know, days would go by. You know, time started standing still, and I was like, I need to see a doctor. You know, I, my vision was doubled. You know, I had a big egg on my head, and then I wrote just help and blood, you know, on the floor. You know, I remember writing that, and then they came in and kicked it, and they, you know, messed it all up or whatever, you know. They said, you know, no one's going to help you in here. You know, and they started taunting me. After about seven days, then they, you know, they, they stopped or whatever, and I kind of stopped, and uh, I figured there was no point anymore fighting, and I was getting weak anyway, you know. I mean, I didn't really eat that much. They were giving me bologna sandwiches and everything. And then I just, uh, you know, uh, eventually posted my $45,000 bond. It was already posted anyway. I, from what I found out, they just wouldn't let me out. I remember the guard coming up to my door. He goes, you made bond, by the way, but you're not going nowhere. That's what he told me. You know, and I said, don't worry, you'll pay, you son of a bitch, one day, I'll catch you. That's what I told him, you know. So, uh, you know, then I got out, and uh, I had to have two patriots come down from up north to get me out. And, uh, you know, and uh, I got out, and I sued them, and, of course, I lost. <laughs> you know, they just threw it out of court, and they said they had qualified immunity. <laughs> of Crazy, course, huh? qualified immunity. Yeah. Eh, we could do whatever the fuck we want, you know. There, yep. you know, it, it's yeah. just, um, yep. you know, this is where uh, quite a while ago I had a conversation on my show about are you a patriot or are you a loyalist? And whenever somebody says, you know, like Sarge says, we need to depend on our vets, you know, uh, yeah. when when shit hits the fan. And when he says that, my first thought is, yeah, well, is that vet a patriot or are they a loyalist? Right. And that comes from our founding because our founding, it was a minority that instituted our founding. There were a lot of loyalists, a lot of loyalists. So long as Britain was able to bribe them with their comforts, they were going to be loyal to Britain loyal to that government and we are facing the same thing right now is are you a loyalist you can support the united states you know but are you going to support your government are you going to go against actual patriots and that is what this next fight is going to be it's going to be the next level patriot versus national loyalists that that come into play but sometimes it could be confusing because you don't know if that patriot's in the right or not. Because sometimes you got people that just do wrong. You know what I mean? 
You know, and how do you know if, you know, you don't want people just running amok now. You know, you don't want people just doing whatever they want to do. You know, you got I me. Mean, you don't want people killing innocent people. So, you know, where you, where do you draw the line? You know, what's where, what do you do? You know, so that's the, that's the problems I could run. I think the I, Patriot I is the one that acts against law enforcement when they are literally using excessive force against somebody that's unarmed okay. and poses no threat, and yep. they take out the batons and the tasers and all the bullshit, you know, and treat you yep. like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's when, that's when, if you're a law enforcement officer, you have to decide, are you a patriot? Are you going yeah. to actually stand up against your fellow officers and go, fuck, you're, you're going too far, man. You know, yeah. this yeah. guy is unarmed. You know, yeah. you're fucking, you know, breaking his nose. You're beating the yeah. shit out of him. You're yeah. pinning him down, um, you know, on the concrete. You're abusing this person that does have rights, you know, yeah. that, you know, that you know, it, it happens all the Where time. Where do you draw the and line? Yeah, exactly. loyalist exactly. mentality that's, you know, I have to defend my brothers in blue, um, that's when it becomes a problem. Because when exactly. you allow your fellow brothers in blue to abuse the rights of somebody else like that, physically abuse them like that, uh, and abuse their rights like that and claim qualified immunity or whatever bullshit you want, then you're just as complacent. You're part of the loyalist. Yeah. Instead you're part of, the of being too, a patriot. Yeah. Yep. Correct. And sometimes that means risking your job, going, you know what, I'm going to go against my partner because my Very partner true. was obviously, you know, abusing the rights of this person. This person yeah. was unarmed. There was no reason to beat the living shit out of him and not give yeah. him medical care when he's in, you know, how many, how many videos have I seen? Even women, know. you know, I know. Ah, I've I seen a video a, of a woman yeah. that was beaten the shit out of, and then she's put in jail and the cops are all laughing about it. And meanwhile, oh. she has like a fucking brain hemorrhage, not given medical oh. treatment. You know, and she's permanently fucking disabled as a result, and yeah. yet it's oh, all qualified yeah. immunity and you know, and this this loyalist mentality to their federal, you know, their their, you know, to their fellow law enforcement officers. They're so loyal to each other that, you know, they will be complacent with allowing, you know, this shit to happen. And yeah. it takes a bigger yeah. person, and it's a minority. Even psychological tests have been done. You know, so many studies, psychological studies, that it is a very small minority that actually will put themselves on the line to go against the quote-unquote authority. Yeah, yeah. Even within, no, very, even within law enforcement, little, and oh, that's yeah, the problem. I, I, yeah, I know, I know. We have to be careful, very careful. Yeah, oh yeah. Nope, I agree with you 100 percent there, and, and you're right. And there's only a few that will actually, actually, could you know, go through what I've been through and others, and and still stand with the people. You know, there's very few. When you think about it, <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, this is reality. Here. Yeah. But 
but you but, know, I've yeah. had you know when we've had conversations, I'm like, you know what? You might not agree with their lifestyle, but the LGBTQ plus community, um, that they hold a Second Amendment rally, they get the few members that they have that actually support the Second Amendment. Then yep. guess what? All of us other Second Amendment people need to stand right behind them. Because even though we might not agree with your lifestyle, we might think that it's a sin, whatever, nevertheless, if you're standing for the Second Amendment, then guess what? It applies to them, too. And we should be standing behind them as well. And and being a unified front and being like, doesn't fucking matter what color you are, what lifestyle you are, whatever. You know, everybody has their right to self-defense and everybody has their right to firearms. Well, that's true. Yeah, those are God-given rights. Yeah. Hey, well, I got, uh, actually, I got, I got. Ten minutes left, so you can pick the song. Which one am I playing here on the way out here? <laughs> I got ten minutes left. Holy I, started, ten I minutes. started halfway through. Yeah, so I only got on my clock here. <laughs> I only got ten minutes. <laughs> I didn't program the show for that long. Hey, That's why. but the overtime goes on, right? The overtime bonus no, I didn't program hour. We into that, right? No, I didn't program the show for that. I only programmed it for an hour. It's already been on for two. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So for anybody listening, plus, I'm going to promote my late. show. I'm going to take that liberty. <laughs> yeah, promote your show. Um, Go ahead. And I hope that you'll call in on Sunday night for Lucid Libertarian with Laurieann. It's going to be an open show. I don't have a particular topic in mind. Um, we'll kind of see how it goes kind of show. So All anybody right. out there listening here on Blog Talk Radio, Lucid Libertarian with Laurieann, Sunday night, 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific time. 9 to midnight Eastern, and then it often goes into overtime. So um, I hope you'll call in and join the conversation. Yeah, and what's the phone number? Oh, yeah, the phone number. Um, <laughs> Got to do that. wake up my freaking computer. Um, yeah. <laughs> you got to have the phone number. I never remember my own. Uh, the phone number to call in on Sunday night. Lucid Libertarian, 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time, 9 to midnight Eastern Time is 563-999-3698. Again, 563-999-3698. Wow. It down. We, got, we did a good show. Well, we did a good show. I'm surprised I didn't get no other callers. Well, I, this was a spur of the moment thing. I didn't even really put this link up there pretty much. Uh, you know, uh, for the uh, for other people to uh, check it out. I mean, I just matter of fact, you're the only one I sent a message to. I said, "Hey, I'm going to be doing a show. So whoever's in your message room, uh, that was it. That's whoever saw it. So, <laughs> so you're the only one. Then usually I message Sarge and tell him, but I didn't message him. So, but uh, that was a good conversation, though, about waking people up. Hopefully, people learn something. Yeah, I saw and, uh, it yeah. in our group chat. I'm glad that I added you to our group chat because that's yeah, kind of yeah, where we yeah. things out there yeah. like that. And I think- yeah, you know, it was last minute, Friday night. Yeah, I've done the same yeah. thing, too, and, yeah. you know, and, and sometimes see who shows up. Yeah, I do that, too. Sometimes I'll be on late at night, and I'll get a dozen people on here. I'll be like, what the hell? You know, I was only wanting one or two, you know? <laughs> so, but... Uh, well, I think right now we got, you know, it's, um, you know, the weekend after Memorial Day. We got a lot of graduations going on. Um, oh yeah, so that's yeah. You're right. A lot you're of right. people graduating, including my neighbor. Uh, she just turned 18, and oh, uh, yeah. she is uh, 
graduating and there's, you know, my neighbors are planning the, her graduation party right now. Um, oh, thinking, yeah. You know, they're just kind of busy with that kind of stuff, too. Yeah, 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 you're right. Well, how about uh, here at the end I play, uh, let's see here, I'll play. Uh, boy, do here. I feel so- fucking sorry for everybody graduating. If you're graduating in 2023. Oh, what a world to look forward I to. I fucking feel sorry for you, man. Like- well, how about this? <laughs> I'm going to send him a graduation song right now, some Metallica here. How about this one? You'll recognize it. Here we go. I'm going to send this one Ooh, out. Here I love we go. Metallica. <laughs> There's pretty much nothing Metallica you can play at one time. All right, then.
you need parts, O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh. 